Gedvach, Gedvach, so special. I think after Shabbos, when I'm showing you, Sarah leaves, we need some energy, something to, to, to keep us back to equilibrium. So I said, this is a great thing. So Yashikaya for coming on and listening. We are discussing here in the beginning of chapter 29, the second spiritual illness that the Rev emphasizes and puts a lot of ink into, which we said is called Timtum Halate, when your heart is apathetic, is dull, is uncaring, you know it's all true, but whatever, who cares, so what? Doesn't mean anything. A very, very obvious illness of our generation, and obviously an illness of the author of generation, which probably means a, a perpetual illness. We sometimes think it's us, you know, depression and whatever. But I think if the Alter Rebbe is giving so much time and energy to them, then either it's always in this way, or at least from the times of the Alter Rebbe on to this Gauss of Mashiach, these are battles that we're fighting. So the Rebbe is explaining here, now why is it that a person, a Yid, feels apathetic to Yiddishkeit? And the Rebbe said it's because of the coarseness of the klipa that raises itself up over the godly soul and darkens her light, meaning not that the klipa, not that the evil inclination or the animal soul can tarnish the godly soul, but they can create barriers that the soul's light is not penetrating. And that's why the Rebbe is giving very seemingly not Hasidic advice. The Rebbe is saying, smash that klipa, lower that klipa, by specifically creating times to lower yourself in your own eyes. Now, why do we want to do this? Well, we say every day, Krishna Hamita, chapter 51 of Tehillim, Lev Nishbar Ruch Nishbara. A broken heart creates a broken spirit. Meaning to break the spirit of evil, the guide to this is to emotionally breaking our heart. Because in a regular human, including a Benoni, the body and the animal soul are very, very intertwined. So for me to reach the evil, for me to reach this non-graspable klipa, it's by something that I can grasp, which is my own human emotions. Now, a person could say, what are you talking about? How can we say that the eye of the person is the animal soul, and when I smash my heart, I smash my animal soul, isn't the eye, isn't our true eye our godly soul? And the answer is, of course. If I go to the level of essence, and I have to go to the deepest essence, the eye of every Jew is our godly entity. But on a working reality, we don't view that godly soul as the eye. As we see, we say in our davening every morning, in our kind of Shema, we say, Nishama Shinasata Bi Tahirasi, which means the soul that you gave to me, she is pure. So if I say the soul that you gave to me, that implies that the me, the eye, is not the soul. There's the I, there's the person, body, animal, soul. And to that person, body fused with animal, soul, was given, was gifted an additional layer called godly soul. Now again, that's not the ultimate truth. 
but it is our working reality. And so we're utilizing that working reality as a means of reaching the klipa through the eye of the body, through the eye of the heart. The Dharma contrasts this and says, of course, by tzaddikim, this isn't true. Because by the tzaddik, his eye is so overtly his godly soul that his body is the appendage. By a tzaddik, his body isn't considered a person. His body is called bisar adam, the flesh of man. And the Rebbe continues today with this concept, I mean this famous quote from Hillel Hazakin, that Hillel Hazakin said to his students, when he was going to eat, or there's another version when he was going to bathe himself, I'm going to do chesed with some unfortunate. There's the mice in the Gemara that he'll stop teaching. Oh, I have to go do chesed with an unfortunate. Maybe have it a few times. Students are curious. Who's this unfortunate that Hillel Hazakin is personally going into chesed with? And they follow him and find him eating. Or another version, they find him bathing. And they're like, obviously very respectfully, our master Hillel, what's going on? And he said, this, I tell you, I'm going to do chesed with an unfortunate. That's all I'm eating. He meant it with an absolute truth. From his perspective, his body was an appendage and he was being nice to it. Because he, the eye of Hillel Hazakim, was his godly soul. His body was the appendage and where was the animal soul? The animal soul was absorbed in the energy of the godly soul. Meaning for a tzaddik, Worthwhile for us to know because it's an up and coming event. The Yitzhak very soon. The evil is gone. So if the evil is gone, the Yitzhak is gone because the Yitzhak is evil. But what happened to the animal soul? The animal soul is Klippas Maiga. So if the evil is gone, there's still godly energy there. That godly energy immediately becomes absorbed in the godly soul. So by its sadic, the godly soul is fused with her animal soul as one joint entity, which explains the tzaddik gomor, this is that tzaddik gomor, the tzaddik gomor's enormous drive to godliness. Because all of the energy of the animal, animals have a lot of drive, a lot of energy, all of that drive is now going in the direction of godliness. There's a, a famous mimer from the Rebbe, this, maybe me touching it all, if I think, the Sartan Macham. But the Rebbe explains that when our animal soul is inspired to do something good, it races towards it. Because our animal soul is an animal, it runs. And the racing of the animal soul inspires the godly soul to also start running in that direction. So in our own lives, when our animal soul gets godliness, when our animal soul is inspired, this is amazing. Because this gives tremendous chizuk and energy where the godly soul is going. So this is the reality of Hasidic Gamor. Yitzhahar is gone. His animal soul is part of his neshama, which therefore his neshama is so empowered, and his body, his body is an appendage. His body is something he's being nice to. He takes care of it. He's got to be nice to unfortunate. But by everybody else, including here we're talking about this Benoni, who is now stricken with Timtum Halev, his animal soul is an animal soul. His animal soul has not become godly. And therefore, in our situation, we're utilizing the reality of the animal soul being so enmeshed in the body as a means of accessing the animal soul. So throughout the perspectives, I said on Thursday, there are three different strategies that Rebbe is going to give us 
to remove this symptom of remove this apathy and indifference and dull heart. The first perspective in Chavtes, the second, and the technique of Lamed. In all three of them, we're basing it on the same underlying principle. The animal soul is enmeshed within the body by reaching my heart and emotionally breaking myself for whatever reason, as we're going to explain. I can access the animal energy. I can crush the animal energy. Lev nishba, ruach nishbara, break my heart, break the spirit of klipa, the spirit of evil. Free my soul of that darkness blocking her light. And then the light's going to shine. And when my light's shining, I care. A Jew cares. If I'm not caring, it's not because there's something wrong in my soul. It's because the soul's covered over by too much garbage, by too much darkness. So if I can get rid of that blockage to the soul, the soul's light will shine, and I care. Any questions? Please unmute yourself, star six. Okay. Good luck. And we should all be able to utilize these gifts of Tanya and, and change.